Hi, my name is Veronica Flores, and I'm here today, April 25th, 2022, and I'm interviewing the uh, Alonso Vegas slate, um, the no member left behind slate. They are currently running against KMAC Stewart slate. And I have with me here today, Romero Alonso. Alonso, I wanted to introduce you today to all of those who have questions about what this slate is running against uh, KMAC for. And a lot of people don't know who you are. They've never met you. And um, could you introduce yourself, give me a little history about um, where you come from, what experience you have, and what you've done. And we'll start from that. Great. Romero Alonso is my name. I'm running for the top spot of uh, Secretary Treasurer for Local 63. My career started in 1990 as a driver and um, with Consolidated Freightway until they closed. And the whole time I was a volunteer organizer, very, very steward, very, um, how do you put this, involved with the local and being a member. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then after Consolidated Freightway closed, I was hired at Stater Brothers as a driver for a short period before I came on to the uh, organizing in 2003. So I've been with the local and the international from 2003 till uh, March 20, or no, April 6th when Randy, or I don't know who fired me, I just got a letter. That's how I got notified that I was terminated. Okay, and so um, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but would you say that that's about 15, 18 years? How long have you been? Yes. Oh, okay. And um, again, I have the same question for you, Tony, Tony Viegas. Um, could you introduce yourself and tell me where you come from and uh, who you work for, your experience, and what what position you're running for on the Romero Viegas slate? Hello, my name is Tony Viegas, and I come out of Stater Brothers Warehouse, where I started in 1991. And I was picked up by the local in 2002. And I'm running for president of the local against Sam Stewart. Okay. And um, you've had, what, what do you do? What does your job entail? My job entail is uh, became, uh, I was a business agent for the food at Stater Brothers. Transferred over to Rouse. Uh, I've been president at Rouse since 2004 been a part of the negotiations of 2005, 2010, and 2015, and I became a coordinator in 2020, which we negotiated the Stater Brothers and Ralph's agreement. Okay. What I came on here for today was I wanted to let people know and introduce you to everyone that um, is wondering who this slate is that's running against KMAC. And one question that I do have that I want to put out there really quick before we go on all the questions is that there was a letter that was circulating a few weeks ago. I don't have an exact date. It's approximate. But it was called The Bully Boys. And um, Alonzo, how would you like to respond to that letter and... Um, what, how do you feel that they called you guys the bully boys? Personally, I'll just say this right off top before I let you both answer that question. I feel like anyone should have a right to vote or, or run against a slate. That's, your, that's anyone's right is to be able to run against a slate. And um, I've heard some things that um, I personally, this is one reason I did my podcast, is because I wanted to get information out there for the members, not just your slogan, no member left behind, but for the members. Um, there's a lot of us that have questions, and we feel like if we ask those questions, that we're not given truthful answers or we're given running around answers. And um, I really would like to know uh, how you feel about the Bully Boys letter and... Um, We'll just start with that. How do you feel about that letter that was came I out? really don't pay attention to it because it's full of lies. Mm -hmm. If I were a bully boy, how do I stay on staff for 18 years? Right? And I have a response to that. So part of the letter, if I remember correctly, it said that uh, you didn't have any experience, that you didn't know what you were doing, and why would anyone vote for you when you have no experience? My question to that, or more like a statement is, if that is true, why were they employing you for 18 years at that high salary of $200,000 a year with the gas card, with the company card, with an American Express card? So you've done nothing in your time to work for them, is what they're saying. And so how would you like to counter that? Well, proofs of the pudding. I'm the Teamster Western Region Chairman for UPS Freight, 
now currently T-Force, right? I've organized uh, Redaway. I've organized and negotiated contracts for DHE, XPO. Um, so again, I do know what I'm doing. I do have experience with UPS, with white paper, with grocery. Tony and I just negotiated the best contract for grocery in the last 40 years. So yes, I do have experience. We do know what to do. We do know how to uh, negotiate, how to deal with the companies like UPS with their arrogance, how, we, how to deal with some of the white paper uh, agreements that don't have national language. Again, we are experienced. I've got more experience than uh, Sam Stewart does, right? Sam Stewart has not been anything other than a UPS member and a UPS agent. He has never done any white paper. He's never done any freight. He's never done anything. I come from freight, right? That's my background. Again, yes, we are aggressive. And that's where they call us a bully boys because we get stuff done that the company don't believe they should have. Well, we believe the members should have the best contract and we're going to fight for the best contracts for, the, for their voice. Simple. So you want to call me a bully boy, then I guess I am a bully boy. The difference is I don't bully the members. I bully the company. They bully the members. If you speak out of turn, if you don't do what they say, they come after you. Ask some of the people at UPS that want to support us, but they're afraid that they're gonna, their jobs and their livelihoods are at jeopardy. Oh, I agree because um, I'm a little nervous putting out the podcast. And um, I feel one reason I decided to do this podcast is not necessarily because I'm for you or for them. It's just mostly to get the information out. And I feel like I have a right to do that. I shouldn't be afraid. I shouldn't be scared. And unfortunately, you know, I am a little nervous. But again, I want people to have the information that they need. So you would say that that's a complete lie, that you do have experience. Yes, very much so. Also, our slate is about the membership. You have the right to voice your opinion. Whether we like it or not, if you don't voice your opinion, then we can't fix what the problems are. Right? KMAC, Stewart, Slate, whenever you have a disagreement, they try to shut you down. They try to alienate you like they did Tony and myself and another agent. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Because we're doing the right thing for the members and they don't want that to be done. Uh, Tony, so I want to ask you the same question in regards to the bully letter that was put out a few weeks ago. Um, what What is your response to that letter? Um, the, again, I have basically the same question that I asked Alonzo, that they said that you have no experience, that if anyone were to vote for your slate, the Alonzo Villegas slate, that um, you have no experience. So my question is, I just told him as well, that why would they employ you this long if you have no experience um, and that you wouldn't be a, a person to represent. I, I just don't understand why they would bring you on and have you employed for this amount of money with these perks and then say that you don't have any experience. So what would you like to say in response to this letter? Well, as you know, the letter was put out just to smear our names and smear what we've done. Uh, I've been employed there for almost 20 years. Uh, we've handled some of the stuff that Randy and Sam, when there was pressure to talk to certain individuals, we were given the certain accounts. I was given the account at Ralph's. Uh, they became part of Local 63 in, in 97. I was given that account because all the agents they've had there before were petitioned out, were told that they couldn't handle their jobs. So I've been the longest agent there at Ralph's. And moving forward, I've now negotiated the Stater Brothers contract, which we done. I've been a part of the Ralph's contracts, but we could never get our stuff handled in those negotiations. Um, as far as being called a bully boy, um, they can call me what they want, but I will always fight for every member and every issue with that. Yes, I am direct. Yes, I am aggressive. Yes, I'm going to tell you the truth. And we can agree to disagree. Um, and then I have another question. So you did say that in January that you were recognized um, for a contract that you did um, due to COVID. Um, a lot of things were done on Zoom. And you said that you were recognized in January at a, at a meeting. Was that one of the meetings that was back where everyone was allowed um, to come into the building? And it was one of the non-COVID meetings. Yes, that was the meeting that took place at the beginning of the year in January. Um, at the membership meeting, the stewards meeting, uh, Randy K. Mack, uh, 
brought me up to the to the top to the podium um, wanted to talk to us about the contract that had taken place wanted myself and the people involved to speak on it um, myself Romero Alonzo Craig Kiros Ruben Enriquez we were up there speaking on the contract that was had uh, we told them how we did this and how we got the food contract um, we were applauded uh, we they actually gave us a standing ovation um, one of the trustees that voted to get me fired also recognized that he's been there over 40 years and that he has never seen any contract like this with the raises that we got and the raises the membership had. So at that meeting, we were praised and applauded that we did a very good job. And even KMAC and Stewart stood up and applauded us and that we are aggressive. So I'm proud to be called aggressive. I'm gonna fight for everything that my member wants. I'm gonna defend my member no matter who it is, right, wrong, or indifference. Like I said, we could agree to disagree. Just don't put your hands on me. And that is it. Okay. And then um, I, I find that I wanted to ask you that question because in response to the bully letter, they said that you had no experience. So I just felt that I needed to get that out there. So then people know that you guys are working behind the scenes, doing your jobs um, for business agents. And then what, what have you, how do you want to respond? Alonzo, how do you want to respond to uh, the same question that I just asked Tony about um, what experience or contracts um, you've well, done behind the scenes? I, excuse me. I've been in negotiations with uh, UPS Freight for the last three contracts. Um, and I've negotiated the first contract in the Teamster history of the XPO, which Randy uh, decertified those members, so we never got the membership. I've also negotiated the uh, Dependable Highway Express, the first contract ever, uh, and has ratified 100%. Um, I've been in negotiations with uh, USF Redway, organized the whole unit from Compton, Pomona, which no longer exists, Fontana, uh, Stockton, Sacramento, Boise. Um, I can go on and on with accolades. I've sat in some of the UPS negotiations as well. So you would say that, both of you would say that you have experience? I would say so. Okay. So the next question I want to ask you guys, and um, again, I'll start with you, Alonzo, and then Tony, I'll proceed to you. What change are you guys looking for? Well, we're looking to empower the membership. We're looking to have the membership have their voice heard, right? It's not about Tony and myself. It's about the membership that is not getting their voices heard, not getting what they believe they should have. That's what we're about. We're about the membership. That's why our slogan is no member left behind Teamsters, mm -hmm. not KMAC steward slate. That sells it all. It's all about themselves, right? We're unemployed. Randy fired us. We're not out there asking you guys for any money. Randy's got $60,000 in a savings account. Why is he asking you for money? Secondly, we want the membership to be heard. We want them to come to membership meetings, voice their opinions. We want our agents to be held accountable. And if the membership is shut down, they can't be held accountable. If the membership is shut down in what way? Like, say, Zoom meetings or the doors closed? So no, I mean, when you come into a membership meeting or you come into uh, uh, the hall, the office, um, KMAC has his people, when you start talking negative or something, he has them yell at you and shut you down. Or him himself will say you're out of order. That's not what the membership's about. So maybe they're the bully boys. I that's up to the membership to decide, not me. I'm not calling them bully boys. I'm not calling them anything other than Sammy and Randy. That's it. And uh, I did want to ask you the same question, Tony. But before I do that, um, I you mentioned something about getting fired. Yes. Can you Can you tell me about that? I mean, why did they fire you? Because I'm running against them. Again, oh. that's K-Mac Stewart mentality to get rid of people who don't agree with them. Right. right, and then you may have a hard time finding people to fill your slate if they see that you've already gotten fired. That's just mm -hmm. um, something that I'm, uh, that, that's my personal well, we, opinion. We have but. a full <laughs> slate. We have a full slate. We have uh, members and sisters that are standing up with us. And again, they may mention that um, some people that support us are supporting us for uh, a better job, some improvements. Mm -hmm. Well, Gabby Molina was going to be the, the vice president on KMAX Slate. She chose to support us because it's the right thing to do. She's not getting a spot. She's not doing anything other than supporting the right thing to do. Oh, I have a question about that. Sure. Because in the Bully Boys letter, I believe they said that she was um, 
promised a spot in a better position, higher wages. So that's not true. Not, not from us, but from KMAC, he wanted to, her to be the uh, vice president of the local. Yeah, for him. Yes, yes but uh-huh. not us. Gabby's doing it. And again, you, you can ask her. I don't want to speak on her behalf, but that's what I understand that she is doing because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, if I get a chance, I'll have to interview her maybe sometime in the future. But I had a few questions for her as well. Okay. But um, yeah, that's interesting. That's food for thought. We'll have to find out. Um why she didn't keep that seat. I mean, you know, gas prices alone might have made me stay with him, but okay. Ryan, Ryan Ball, also a, 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 an executive board member currently, and he was offered a business agent spot. Uh-huh. He turned it down from KMAC and Stewart to run with us. I'll have to get his name from you when we close up, and I can interview him maybe later. Sure. Okay. So then, Tony, um, you pick up where uh, Alonzo left off, and let's go ahead and answer that question. Uh, what what are what change are you guys looking for? The change we're looking for is to have pride in our union. Um, it seems we lost the pride in the union, not wanting to fight for all issues, not fighting for the membership. Um, I see it happening in some of the food where I have to represent uh, Stater Brothers because I'm the coordinator, where the agents do not want to take somebody's grievance because they don't like the individual or not. We are not allowed to do that. We have a fiduciary duty. May I interrupt you there for a second? So you just said something about not not possibly taking all um, grievances. So I once had someone tell me that they only win all their grievances. So that made me want to question, well, how? Do you take all the members' grievances or do you just pick and choose which ones you're going to win? Because I thought that, um, and again, I'm new to all this. I'm not politically involved. I don't know a lot. I'm not a steward. I'm just someone who has questions and I wanted to get information out there for the members. So how does that work, um, the grievances like you just said? Well, what I tell my shop stewards at Rouse is everybody has a complaint. They have a right to file a grievance. Whether the company denies a grievance or the union denies a grievance, every grievance needs to be heard. That's the difference, what I bring to the table and what my guys do at Rouse for any and all grievances, because that is our duty to represent the members, period. And then I believe I asked you, um, I believe I asked you, uh, I asked Alonzo, why did they fire him? So why did they fire you? They fired me. We went in to let the boss know that we were not going to support any of the actions that we brought forth once the board members let us know that there was misappropriation of funds um, that we were not going to support them and immediately they said that we were terminated and we would be back in the craft as you can see on the videos that show that okay and then i you brought something up because you said the termination so really quickly um I'm, i hope i'm not jumping around here but do you want to touch on the youtube video that was out i mean um they fired you from what i could tell uh basically you got fired because you're running against them but do you want to touch on the video quickly yes um we told them that we were not supporting them that we were running against them and immediately sam stewart spoke up and said you guys are fired. You guys are going to go back to your craft. Um, go knock yourselves the MF out. We did get a little aggressive. We were verbally talking back and forth. I brought up the point that you're taking my right away as a union member to run for an election or elected positions. That was wrong. Um, so that's why you're firing us. Um, I just want to say that I am direct. I am aggressive. I'm going to continue to be aggressive. That's my nature. I will fight for everybody. Um, In this case, we were hired and fired the same day. They fired us. 20 minutes later, they hired us back. Six days later, 12 12 days later, I'm sorry, they terminated us on a letter that came through UPS. um, so, is there only one video out, or are there several visions of this video there's out? There's possibly two. There's another video out, and then there's another, and a little additional snippet video. So, there's probably three videos out. 
their yeah. videos out? Yeah. Okay. I don't really know that the videos are all that important. I think people can mostly are smart enough to put all that together. Sure. Obviously, one side is going to show their edited side. And, you know, um, I think they're trying to paint a bad light of you with those videos. Personally, I don't really know that the video matters all that much. Sure. I mean, you're going to run for a slate. You're running against them. I yeah. think at this point, it's going to try to be a smear campaign of to course. show that you don't have any experience. But my thing to that would be like, so then why did they have you employed for 20 years? Like that, if we're talking misappropriation of funds, I mean, so you're there to do what? And this is just me commenting. Sure. Um, you're just there to do what? Do nothing, just get paid, just collect a, a paycheck. So to me, that's just like, they're going to have to decide if you actually did your job and if you um, really only got fired because you are running against them. That's the bottom line. Because obviously you did do something. You said you re negotiated one of the best contracts for Ralph's. Is it Ralph's? State of Brothers. State of Brothers. Brothers and then it was sent over to Ralph's, mm -hmm. which they, they got, got similar, but not the exact that we got at State of Brothers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that, that right there says that you have experience. Yes. Okay, and then I want to go back to another question uh, for Alonzo. Uh, the grievance process. He talked about his grievances, like how he um, feels that they all should be written up by the member, and either the company denies them or um, the union would deny them, or but at least they're all heard. So yes. what would you say in response to your grievances that you're held, that you well, hold? <clears throat> again... Grievances are only a question. <clears throat> They're not attacking anybody or anything. All that grievance is is a question. Can the company do this per contract? That's all it is. So why would you not take each and every grievance to be heard? It's a question, right? It's a violation of the contract that the member believes. Well, if it's not a violation, when you sit down and discuss it, then you'll figure it out. But for an agent to tell you you don't have agreements without any explanation, that's one of the reasons why we want to run. To get rid of that uh, mentality of, well, I control this, I control that. No. The, mem the membership needs to be involved. The mem membership needs to be educated. Membership has a voice. Speak it. So what would you like to say in response to the next question? Uh, what would you like to do different going forward? Going forward, I like to, we're going to, as you stated, um, there are some agents Well, yeah, uh, there are agents currently employed today with Local 63 who do get paid to do nothing, which is something that Tony and I don't believe in, right? I'm the Western Region Chairman for UPS Freight T-Force. I represent all of UPS Freight, a thousand members. I represent Stater Brothers drivers. I represent Ralph's. So again, then you have your agents, such as Memo, who misplaced 200 grievances. Nothing was done about it. Those are members' grievances, money grievances. What happened? Oh, so maybe that's why people say um, that I have questions and I have statements from several people, um, more than several people, but a lot of them are afraid for me to give their name or to even speak outright exactly what their grievance was because it'll be known who they are. But it has been mentioned, and no offense to Memo, I don't even know him, but um, it has been said no, by many, many people that he doesn't do his job and why is he on Sunrise? So um, to lose 200 grievances, how do you lose 200 grievances? Were those 200 grievances that the company just didn't want settle and perhaps they were a backdoor deal? I don't know. That's well, just something I'm going to throw out there. The 200 grievances memo had misplaced them, lost them. He didn't lose them at panel. He lost them and then tried to blame one of the secretaries that it was her fault. So again, he misplaced them. You have um, Carlos Barnett. Like, like lost as in not that he, um, when you say lost, he you mean that he literally. He lost them. He lost them. Like he, away, did something with them. Yeah. He couldn't find them to put them on the agenda. Right. To be heard. And then who knows who the members were. So you'd have to find 200 people and you don't know who those people are. So he just lost them. Yes. Lost physically them. lost them. Not that he met on them and the company said, no, you're not going to win that one. He just lost them. Okay, he misplaced pretty, them. He misplaced them. Yeah, that's Period. Whatever he did with them, he did with them, or he don't even know what he did with them because he can't find them. So that's right? probably why he has a lot of that um, bad reputation, like he doesn't do anything. I'm sure that would get around. You I, know, losing my grievance, I sure would probably tell at least 20 people that. Uh, Tony, well, do you have something to say? The original question about that? is what we look to change. 
mm-hmm. that we hold we are going to hold our business agents accountable the members are going to have a voice the members are going to be heard the members are going to be coming to membership meetings and get educated get helped get to be able to speak their mind whether it's good bad or whatever it is that's what the teamsters are about solidarity moving together as one not the division we have today and if you don't like what i say then i'm going to attack you that's not being a teamster brother or sister. Yeah, and I could say for that that I do have a few people that have said um, on the interview that they've asked questions and they're not called on at the union hall. And um, they want to know why if they're a local 63 teamster member and in good standing. And just because you may not agree with what they're going to ask or what they might say, they want to know why they can't have a voice. They should. Again, that's KMAC stewards. Hush you up because I don't want to hear anything bad, right? Just look the other way. And Tony, would you like to um, add or take from that? One thing we have to do is we have to get back to the membership, the membership's issues. We have to have their voices heard. We can agree to disagree on cases, but at the end of the day, the member pays for representation. We have to give them the fullest representation as possible. Yeah, and I think that it's a good thing to agree to disagree. I would hope that with a lot of these, with your running your slate and KMAC running his slate, I mean, I don't understand why we can't just agree to disagree and um, you have the right to run. So I really hope that um, the slander letters, the um, bully boy bulletins stop. (laughs) Um, But then another question I have is... um, some of the members are saying that there's backdoor deals. Do you believe that there's backdoor deals or do you believe that you don't have power to negotiate as your job entitles you to? So you're both business agents. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So do you believe that there's backdoor deals going on or do you believe that you don't have power to negotiate for the job in title that you were given? So I'm going to start by letting you answer that question, Alonzo, and then... Um, and then I'll ask you, Tony. Anything that I do, there is no backdoor deals. Everything is up front, and I always have my steward or a member in every negotiations, every grievance, whatever it is. Yes, I do believe, and I have seen backdoor deals with KMAC and steward. Mm-hmm. Again, the feeder, new hires, how come nobody knows about the procedures for that? It's a backdoor deal. 2013, we negotiated a right contract, and I believe it was December... Um, no, uh, 2013, shortly there in August, we organized USF right away, Fontana, Randy Kamak, Bob Patheroth sat with the company by themselves and gave them a backdoor deal. They gave them the agreement to subcontract 22 loads a day, 22 loads a day. That's memberships work. They gave them that agreement. I have it here in writing with Randy's signature. So yes, there are backdoor deals. With Tony and myself, there isn't. Everything's up front and out in the open. Everything's done on union letterhead, handed to the membership, handed to the stewards. That's where you educate your stewards, educate your membership to be involved. Let them know what's going on. Again, we may not have always have the answers to everything. We have bright members who have answers, right? You need to listen to them. Right. And Tony, I'd like to ask you the same question. How would you like to answer that some members feel that there's backdoor deals going on and um, are you able to do your job as you're supposed to fulfill it or are you hindered in any type of way from doing your job? Sometimes we are hindered in negotiations from doing our job. This past year, uh, 2020, I was finally able to do my job the way I wanted to do my job and the way the members deserve me to do my job. In our first in our first introduction meeting with the company at Stater Brothers, I made it perfectly clear to the company with Randy Kmax blessing that I was going to be the spokesperson and made it clear that the company is not to call him, they're to call me. With that, we were to get the best contract in history for Stater Brothers and the food industry, and then that contract to follow over at Ralph's. Unfortunately, at Ralph's, it didn't come through that way because I have to deal with all the other locals. And Randy Kamak still in charge of that overseen through the joint council. So that was one of the differences. My work is the proof that I have 
how I fight for my members, and I'm going to continue to fight for them. Anytime I get up from negotiations, I want to make sure that I did not leave one penny at the table because our members deserve better. They're the ones working every day away from their families, sacrificing, and they deserve everywhere. In Riverside, I have a department that makes less than my other department, and they work in the freezer. I've been trying to get them Sunday pay for many years, and I don't get any support from my boss. And that's... Your ex-boss. My ex-boss, I don't get any support from him on that. And that's a shame because those guys work in the harshest condition in the freezer and they do not have Sunday pay. So I have brought this to his attention multiple times since 2005 to now, and we still don't have Sunday pay for those guys at Ralph's Riverside. Those guys deserve it. Stater Brothers, they pay their warehouse freezer Sunday pay, and my guys in Riverside do not have it. Those are the changes that I want to make. And I can't make those changes when K-Mac is in charge because he does not want to fight. And how would you like to answer that? Um, I believe you said your ex-boss. So I'm assuming that you got fired. Why would you say that you got fired? Well, we got fired because we told him we weren't going to support him and misappropriation of funds that we believe, paying a business agent to live up in Washington State, that we do not have any jurisdiction up there. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why they fired us. Working for him for the, for the last... 20 some year or 19 years plus he'd always threatened if you fire if you're going to run against me i'm going to fire you i'm going to fire you i'm going to fire you i'm going to fire you. well we're like go ahead fire us we're coming out with the truth we're coming out with the facts especially with misappropriation of funds i don't believe he's done that in the past until recently with this individual working living in washington state i'm sorry living in washington state Okay. Um, I have one more question, I believe, before we close. And what would you like to say to those who say that your slate is no different than KMAC's slate? Ours is way different. First of all, we have a full slate. KMAC doesn't have a full slate, mm -hmm. right? He's got... Him. Right now, he doesn't have a full slate. And is that because you guys are fired? And No, 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 no. The three trustees that were on his slate are doing the right thing and coming with us because they're done with this. I mean, Randy talks about all the leadership, all the accolades, the, jo the Joint Council President. Well, that does no good if you don't fight for the members. He's only for in it for himself, right? Backdoor deals, you got a contract that Randy supported for Ralph's where the drivers at Ralph's have to bid off the clock. None of my contracts that I negotiate or represent besides this one has anybody working off the clock, mm -hmm. right? Our... Our state is different because, again, we want the membership to be involved. We want the membership to have a voice. We want the membership to bring good, bad, whatever it is. Tell us what it is, what it's not. You know, again, when 2008, when I first we first organized UPS Freight, their first contract, 2008 through uh, 2013, on the back of the contract is my sale number for 1,000 members. Why? Because I believe in having members have a voice to get a hold of your agent, right? That's what that's what it's about. The membership, having a voice, calling you, letting you know, letting them know we care about you. How small, how big or how small the issue is, it's a big issue to you. That's why you're calling me. It may not be a big issue to me, but again, that's what leadership is. To get and hear what the members have to say, whether they like or dislike, right? That's what our slate's about is the membership, fighting for the membership, what's right, what's wrong. We may, again, as Tony stated, we may agree to disagree, but at the end of the day, at least you had your voice heard. And we're going to fight for everything we can. We're not going to just roll over. We're not going to just say, well, the company doesn't want that. Well, it's not what the company wants. It's what the members want. And 2019 is when the last election we had was a white ballot. That's when Randy started doing all of his shenanigans, giving money away like it's his own personal bank account, taking care of people, taking care of this. We, we had a... An office personnel, allegedly, well, actually from what the attorney Raquel said, she stole $7,000. Was that ever brought out to the membership? Whatever happened about that? Nothing. She was never disciplined. She was never nothing. That's not his money. That's your money. That needs to be accounted for. That needs to be talked about, right? And again, why are you hiding everything that goes on if you're so great and you're such a great leader? You should be able to have the membership hear that and get the negativity that you deserve. Right. Take it like a grown man. Don't hide from them. Embrace it and say, you know what? You're absolutely right. I should have done this or should have done that. 
right? But again, all they want to do is talk about the bad stuff, this, that, and the other. We're not out there smearing him. We're out there telling facts and what we're going to do. We're going to make this union the strongest, most aggressive, progressive local in the country, period. And Tony, I'd like to ask you the same question. Um, what would you like to... Um Oh, what would you like to say to those who say that your slate is no different than KMAX? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there's a big difference with our slate. Our slate is going to be aggressive. Our slate is going to hold people accountable. Our slate is going to produce the evidence when there's something to be purchased or not. Our members are going to have the right to see the books. Our members are going to be a part of any discussion that we want to have out there with the membership. I believe we should vote on more stuff as a democracy, um, what you get with us, my slate, is we're going to be aggressive. Aggressive, 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 because the companies are aggressive. The companies intimidate workers. And then um, as we're closing up, we are going to cover um, why the members should uh, vote for you. But let's first, um, do you have anything else you'd like to touch on, Alonzo? Yes. Um, as Tony said, we're going to be aggressive. Be well, aggressive. Ralph Dominguez is, is the coordinator for UPS. Um, and my understanding was that a supervisor pushed him down uh -huh. on the floor. Uh -huh. What did K-Mac and Stewart do? Nothing, because they told Ralph, you're banned. The company doesn't like you. That's the difference. We're not gonna we're not gonna put up with that. Because again, if that supervisor is doing that to a coordinator, what is he doing to the membership? That was that mentioned in the bully boys no, letter? No, of course not. Oh, that's something that happened to them, and they don't want it to come out. Mm -hmm. Tony and I, again, when he says hold people accountable, our business agents are going to be accountable to you guys and to us. We're going to have spot visits, meaning that when an agent, we're going to call or tell the agent, hey, come here, we need to see you. Mm -hmm. At that point, we're going to tell the agent, let's go to... Uh, UPS right now walk out there and hear what the members have to say good bad or indifferent right that's how you hold people accountable why do you not have your cell phone out right why does why do the membership not have your cell phone mm -hmm. what's the secret it's there for you guys to get a hold of us right again they're gonna have your cell phones out everything like that everything that, that KMAC and them don't do by having the membership involved Nothing's a secret with us. It is what it is. So do you know, what would you like to answer to, I mean, from, what, from where I'm sitting and what I could see, it seems like you've guys been uh, disrespected um, quite a bit and that you've gotten some bad treatment. I would say even just being fired. So what would, well, I'll ask Tony um, this question first and then I'll go to you. The reason we believe we were singled out and treated differently is because we said we weren't going to support you anymore. We were going to run against you for misappropriation of funds when all we did was just argue. There's been people on staff that have had physical contact with each other that are still working. There's made threats to other agents that there's emails about that Randy Kamak is aware of and Sam Stewart. Um, some of Sam Stewart's own business agents got in a, a scuffle where I believe they wrote statements on because there was a physical um, guy shoved somebody and stuff. We didn't shove anybody. We just told them the truth and that we get punished like this. We've had now, arguments. Now, when you're saying this incident, is this um, what happened that day um, at the end of March or is this something different? This is something that happened last year in 2021 between two UPS agents. They got into a, a, a scuffle, um, and there was a, there was an incident report made that there was a scuffle. But yet, we're fired for only speaking our uh, speaking the truth and speaking our mind of what we're not going to deal with anymore. And we're fired. We didn't touch anybody. I leaned over to Sam. We didn't threaten anybody. We didn't use physical violence to anybody. We just told them the facts. There's been other agents that have had incidents on staff and they're still working and they have not been fired. So there is disparate treatment to the three of us that have gotten fired for the facts. And as a union, there's always a, uh, a grievance to file, which we 
we we contested that we do we don't believe that you gave us a fair treatment for that. We were singled out, and for that reason, we're definitely going to win this election because we're coming out with the truth and the facts, and members will see through the BS. And Alonzo, how would you like to um, answer that question? Do you feel like you've been uh, disrespected or not treated fairly? Yes, totally. Again, Randy's stated multiple times, if anybody runs against me, we're going to fire. They're going to get fired. So Tony, myself, Ruben, we knew what was coming. That's his way of trying to stop us from running. Because if you don't have any income, you have no medical, you have nothing, how are you going to run? We knew this was coming out. We knew this was going to happen. So we did do our due diligence and save money and do what we needed to do. Just like we're telling the UPSers, hey, 2023 is coming. Save your money. We're not saying you're going on strike. But if you do, you need that money for your bills. Right. right? So again, and we Again, need- with any contract, no matter who's on the slate, um, that's going to come at a national level, right? Yes. It wouldn't just be that Local 63 can say that we're going to strike, right? No. Okay. No. And again, we should all have money set aside for a contract negotiation. Yep. So I don't feel that that's something anyone should be scared of just because you guys are running against the KMAX League. No. I feel like whether, um, even if perhaps, you know, they win, they would still have to save money. It's not going to have anything to do with if they win the slate or if you win the slate. Nope, it's a national contract. We negotiated by uh, Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman with about, I would say the union committee is around 100 people in that union committee. So it's just not two people, it's the national committee. And if you look at the back of the contract, all names are there. Uh, the KMAC name is there, that's because he's the joint council president, but he's never been in, in any negotiations that I can recall. Oh, wait a minute. And we went to San Ann, uh, Houston. He came to Houston, that's because he wanted to go see his daughter or his son. But he never said in negotiations. But he came down to use the locals' money to go see his family. Ah, uh, I see. And um, one thing I wanted to say was, because uh, you just touched on this right now, that you guys knew that a lot of people have a question, like, why would you guys run against them knowing that you would get fired? Like, what would make you put your jobs on the line knowing that you'd get fired? And, you know, <laughs> I keep making jokes, but, like, damn, that gas card. Like, why would you guys fucking give that up? Like, like the gas card alone would have made me stay. But, like, why were you guys willing to give all that up knowing that you were going to be blackballed because essentially that's what's going on you decided to run against them and so people have questions and they want to know why were you so determined to still run and do your own slate the alonzo viegas slate knowing that this was a 99.9 percent chance that you were not going to be able to keep your jobs because it's not about us it's about the membership we're tired of the weak leadership we're tired of the weak contracts that uh, KMAC supports. We're tired of the membership not having a voice. We're tired of all of the stuff that everybody knows that's going on. If you file a grievance and they don't like it, you get bullied. If you want to speak out, you get bullied. Why? If you do a podcast, you get bullied. Yes. I got it. Again, it's all over <laughs> with us. Tony, um, I want to ask you the same question. What made you put everything on the line knowing that 99.9% you were going to be blackballed? Well, I've always been I've always been taught to do the right thing, even though myself growing up, I've done some mistakes before. But as growing up into this uh, business agent role and the coordinator role that we have to do the right things for the membership. KMAC himself has called me to take care of certain issues for other areas that there seems to be a problem there. I've done that. We've done our job. We've done it well. And if you look at my my work record, it's going to show that I've been nothing but a teamster. I am loyal. I am loyal to the teamsters membership, not to one person. I'm going to tell you when it's right or wrong. I'm going to get in your ass if it's right or wrong to protect you. That's what the brotherhood's about. We are your big brothers and we're going to protect you. And I'm glad that you brought up loyalty because, um, a lot of people are saying that you guys are disloyal because you're running against the KMAC slate. And um, this is more of a personal opinion, but I'm just going to put it out there. I feel like um, maybe they did bring you guys on and you didn't have experience 15, 20 years ago. But they brought you on just as they would bring any new business agent on. I heard that Brandon Salsay is a new business agent. Obviously, he and this is no disrespect to Brandon at all. I totally have a good friendship with him. I respect him. I like him. Uh, 
as a coworker. So just like as him being a business agent as of last week or whatever day he got promoted, he is learning as well. So you guys were learning to be business sure. agents 15 to 20 years ago. And, uh, the fact is, is that you guys have gained experience. Sure. So, um, so again, loyalty, getting back to the loyalty. Um, I know that you guys were brought in the 15, 20 years ago, just as any new story is brought in as of last week or whatever. So um, loyalty doesn't just go to like, okay, he gave me a job. I got promoted. I mean, it's like, I feel like there's no non-loyalty going on because how much in debt am I going to be because you promoted me? Like I'm here doing a job, getting paid, collecting my paycheck, working to do this job and I'm learning and you're teaching me as we're, as the years are going by. So to say that I'm disloyal, I can't, this is what I would say if I was a business agent and then I decided to run against him. But I would be like, I can't, you can't say that I'm disloyal when there's things that are going on now that need to be addressed and need to be changed. And so, yes, I appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the time that I was given to learn under your leadership. But now I see um, with clear eyes that there's things that are being done that should not be being done. There's misappropriation of members' money. There's favors being done for X, Y, and Z. And I see this. And now it's not a question about being loyal. Sometimes being loyal is a question about being loyal to myself and what I see and what needs to be done to the members. Am I going to be loyal to one person who's giving me a paycheck every week or am I going to take a stand and be loyal and do what's right for the membership? So I guess in closing, I want to ask you guys, why should people vote for you? And again, maybe touch on that loyalty issue because just because you give me a job doesn't mean that I have to be indebted to you the rest of my life and it does not mean that I should be blackballed for running against you when that's my right. I have a right to run for a seat. I have a right to put out a podcast. I have a right to disagree with you. And that shouldn't mean that we're not friends anymore. Obviously, I feel that for a lot of people, that's exactly what this is going to mean. Um, I have a friend, Gabby Molina, and um, she's my friend, whether she's a K-Mac girl or whether she's an Alonzo girl. That's just the fact. Um, she's able to make her own decisions, say, fill, promote, um, campaign for whoever she wants. Um, her and I friendship is not determined on if she's not a K-Mac girl. And I just wanted to throw that out there really quickly. So again, let's go ahead and Alonzo, start with you. How do you feel about this loyalty question and why should the members vote with you? Well, first of all, let me ask K-Mac and Stuart, what business agent did they hire who had experience? Not one of them. Not even Sammy had experience before he got hired on. Mm -hmm. So experience has nothing to do with what we got hired for. It's what we do now. We have the experience. We have the knowledge. We have the ability. To vote for us is to vote to get the local and the membership all on one page moving forward as a one, as a whole, giving back the voice to the membership. Let them speak their mind. Let them tell us what they need, what they want, not shut them down. Again, we're here for the membership. Loyalty? Loyalty? My loyalty is to the members who pay my salary, not KMAC. That's the difference. I don't have loyalty to KMAC because he's not doing the right thing. My loyalty is to the membership. That's why you should vote for us. Because it's about you guys, not about us. Because if it was about us, we would have stayed where we were doing and just ignored it like the rest of those guys are, right? But it's not about us. It's about the membership. We have the opportunity to have the strongest, the best local in the country with the new leadership that you guys are talking to today. Aggressive, progressive. Again, the O'Brien slate says this is a full contact sport. Button up your chin strap. Let's go. K-Mac and Sammy, they don't have that. And then I want to, and then you, I just want to touch on really quick before I ask you, Tony, um, you mentioned something about who pays your salary. So who pays KMAX salary? Well, there's multiple uh, entities that pay KMAX salary. Mm -hmm. One, when he retired from the IBT, he got a million dollars. He's collected a pension from the joint council and a salary from him, from them. He's collecting a, a pension and a salary from the local and his social security. So is Sammy and quite a few other people that are on staff. Again. So in essence, the members pay his salary. Exactly. So he's not per se paying your salary. No. Your salary comes from the members. Yep. Okay.
Tony, I'd like to ask you the same thing in closing. How do you feel about that question in loyalty? And um, why should the members vote for your slate? Well, people that know me, they know me as aggressiveness. They know me where I stand in my position. And what can you say to those who don't know you? And the people that don't know me, get to know me. If you need help, I'll help you. I'm always there to help, not to turn you away. We can agree to disagree on facts. The bottom line is my loyalty is to the membership, not to one person. Uh, I do my job that way. I didn't sit at home and, and collect a paycheck. If not, we had it made. I had it made working at Local 63. I gave all that up because I'm not gonna go down that road to be banned from representing this local. This local is a great local. It could be a lot better. There's things that have to be changed within first. And that is my loyalty. My loyalty is to the membership. Okay, and I think for our next podcast, we can touch on uh, why you would be banned for um, running on the KMAC slate or even your current slate. And then, uh, Alonzo, would you like to say something in closing? Yes. The Alonzo Villegas slate took a stand at the national um, election. We supported the Oz slate from day one. Where was KMAC at? It's about the membership. We believe that was the best slate. No disrespect to anybody else out there, but we believed that the Oz slate would be the best slate for the membership. Obviously, the membership did too. So we supported them and campaigned for them because that's what's best for the membership. What did KMAC do? He hid because his own personal loss of, he believed if he supported O'Brien and, and, or whatever, then somebody would come after him at the Joint Council Presidency. That's not what it's about. It's about the membership. And again, now that we see that the Oz slate, look what the change they did. Look at what they're doing and they're bailing in. That's exactly what we want to do. We want to do the same exact thing. We want to go visit the members. We want to go say hi. We want to hear them talk about us. We want to hear what they have to say, bad or good. That's what it's about, the membership, not the individual. And again, if we don't do what we say we're going to do, in three years, get rid of us. we got no problem with that. And if you believe that everything's hunky-dory and great, vote for KMAC. Right. That's what I said on my first podcast, that if you want change, you're going to have to vote. If you want things to stay the same, you're going to have to vote. So for my audience, for those that you... For those of you that have questions or you want to send me questions um, that I can ask um, the Alonzo Vegas slate or even ask the KMAT slate, I'm willing to meet with them if they choose to meet with me. Um, send me your questions to area code 831-290-1355. Again, this is Veronica Flores doing a podcast for the Alonzo Vegas slate. And thank you for your time. And any questions going forward, please reach me at 831-290-1355. Thank you and have a great day.